You're listening to The Fit Female Project. I'm Maz. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to help every woman on her fat loss and fitness journey. We've helped hundreds of women who are desperate for results but don't know where to start. As your coaches, we use evidence-based facts whilst keeping it real so you can look and feel your most confident self without having to give up your social life. Head to our website, www.fitfemaleproject.com to find out how you can join our community. It's really, really good. Or check out our Instagram at fitfemaleproject. Now, let's get to work. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fit Female Project podcast. Hey, Charles, how you doing? I'm all right, Maz. How are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm feeling a lot better today. I had a bit of a rocky weekend, but I'm feeling a lot more like myself this oh, morning, no. which is good. I know. What was wrong? What was wrong? Well, I woke up on Saturday, and I haven't had massive waves of hormone like oh, pregnancy hormone emotions. I mean, I say that. I might be very wrong and Steve might say something <laughs> completely different. Steve, I feel like I've been Steve quite... like, are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. Are you for real? But I think I've been quite calm and collected. But on Saturday, I woke up and I felt like... I can only describe it like a toddler when they don't know that, how they're feeling. Like I was angry. I was emotional. I was irrational. In like oversensitive, paranoid about things. I was just a bit of a ball of mess. Oh, God. Right from the get-go, I know, and I could not shake it. And then we finished the day watching One Day, the um, program on Netflix. And I'm not going to give any spoilers in case anyone hasn't watched it yet, but you need to because it's amazing. Um, But that hit me over the edge. It tipped me over the edge and uh, it all came out. I was tears. Um, But... Yeah, but then I put myself to bed and woke up on Sunday and felt a lot better. And uh, yeah, and this is a new <gasps> week. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Bloody hell, it's how not was easy. Your, how was your weekend and how are you feeling? It was nice. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good. Um, I, what did I do? Saturday, I just worked, uh, had clients and then, oh, it's nice. Shane was away this weekend, um, which was obviously, I, I love him, but it was quite nice just having the, the place for myself. He was on a, um, a, a weapons course, was like learning how to use guns and like how to raid things and stuff. <laughs> Something I think you need to give context as oh, to yeah. why he was on a weapons course. <laughs> so Shane is a stunt performer, um, which is why, yeah, so he does stunts. So he's not just, it, just in case anyone's listening, he is not going out and doing anything naughty, not that I'm aware <laughs> of. Um, and <laughs> they're just playing. They're just playing. It's like, but it's literally like children playing. I'm like, what did you do? And when I say he loved it, he loved it. He had all the gear on. He was like, oh man, man, it's so cool. So cool. We were like, and he was showing me how he's holding the guns, or whatever. And I, I mean, it was cute, but I've, bloody I wasn't really interested I was cooking dinner I was like oh that's good and then every now and again he like out of nowhere kind of like practices and I'm like having a little kid (laughs) (laughs) boys and their toys so um yeah so that was that it was my friend's birthday had a little bit of tequila on Saturday night then Sunday was the same as you one day and again everyone needs to watch it yeah A, a hot mess I was yeah yeah very, very good. Okay, should we talk about today's pod? Yes. 
Okay. So obviously with Fit Female Project, we help many women through different phases of their lives. And they're things that we all go through and different struggles come up at different points of your lives and you face different hurdles. And we kind of just wanted to run through them briefly and uh, I guess just offer some help and some solutions to the problems that you're facing at those times. Um, And we delve deeper into each of these with our clients, but it's just something nice to acknowledge that there are multiple different phases of your life where you are going to face these troubles and knowing that you're not alone and that other people are struggling with them as well can be quite helpful. Yeah, I think it hopefully makes us feel like we should be a little bit kinder to ourselves because I just think we're battling so much and especially now, I think women are just trying to do so much. They're trying to be, uh, it's like that speech, you know, the Barbie speech. Um, they're trying to, you're trying to just do everything. We're trying to be a good friend, a good parent, a good family member, nail their career, feel amazing in their clothes, socialize, blah, blah, blah. It just never ends. So it's like probably by the time you get, to, you feel like you're getting to grips with one thing, then it's like you've got some form of change. You're like, okay, let's change it up. So let's talk through it. Yeah. And yeah, and then bam, you hit with a new problem. Yeah. <laughs> that you've got to yeah. work through. Oh. <laughs> oh. So oh. let's start. Let's start with the women that are extremely career-driven, have stressful work lives, also with busy social lives and pressures on them to socialize, whether that's with work or with friends, um, they're time poor, they're a bit stressed out, and they don't know how to be the best at everything. How can they be the best versions of themselves, feeling their best, looking their best, while also overachieving in all of the other areas of their lives? Mm. So I think time blocking is definitely one of the best solutions and something that our clients find really, really helpful. And uh, Maz, you always say, schedule it in like it's a meeting. And I really think that um, planning ahead, so like on a Sunday with our Fit Female Project clients, we get everyone to schedule in their workouts and again, block it in to your calendar like it is a meeting. And that can be really helpful. And being specific, I'm going to work out this time I'm doing this workout and this is where I'm training and also using that planning skill to plan out your weeks in terms of your steps as well and your daily movement because if you are chained to your desk so much then how are you meant to get these in well actually you're just going to have to work it out yourself so we can't tell you because we don't know your your schedule is going to be so different to ours can you walk to work can you get off uh two tube stops early to go to uh, to walk to the office um can you get out at lunch? Can you go on a walking call? Like what can you do um, to make sure that you're active during those days as well that do seem impossible with your stress? Um, Mm. And yeah, and I guess the, the pressure as well, being strong and firm with what you have planned out for yourself as well and and that go that goes for your nutrition your food because the pressures of oh come on let's just go for dinner let's go for some drinks when actually if fat loss is the goal then you're not going to be able to do that all the time because you're just not going to get to the the place that you want to be yeah and know that um that you taking that time out, those three hours of your week, even when you're like, I can't do, I can't go to the gym, I can't make it there, I can't go on my walk, know that that's going to actually make you more productive and actually tune in to your, to your like 
your mindset and and um, your work week. That's why it's good for our clients to check in because you actually allow yourself to be like, oh my God, I actually have seen an improvement with that. And then if you see an improvement, you're more likely to do it again. But you're going to be more productive. You're going to have more energy. You're going to get more shit done. You're going to be better at your job. Like You're going to nail it. So those things are actually going to give you more benefit, even though you're taking three hours of your week you know out definitely and then if um if you have got concerns and worries around the social side of things with your eating out and your drinking and stuff that is where our other podcasts come in we've done specific podcasts on how to eat out and social life and holidays and um, because this is a huge topic that comes up all the time for our clients it's something we help them with every single day <laughs> So I would really recommend going back and listening to those as well because they've got some really helpful tips in them that have um, have proven to steer our clients in the right direction. Yes. Okay, so moving on. So you just got your head got to grips. You're like, yeah, I'm nailing my social life. Yeah, I've got my gym sessions in. Yeah, I'm doing that. Okay, now it's like society. Oh, maybe I should start thinking about having children. Mm. And this kind of phase of life, it's something that we don't really speak about a lot because obviously IVF is spoken about, pregnancy is spoken about, but what is missed sometimes is when people are trying to get pregnant and the stress that comes with that. Because I always say, I went through IVF and although I get a lot of sympathy for that, I actually find that perhaps I was in maybe a bit more control than other women that are trying without an end date in sight you know it's like every month it's distressing when your period comes and you're you're you might be doing this for years until you do get help from the NHS whereas I know that for me I had timelines I knew what was happening and when it was happening um it obviously had its own emotional turmoil but so I think that you've got the stress of that um which may take you away from your importance that you're placing on all of the other habits that you've picked up all of your healthy habits and then when you and then if you do fall pregnant and you enter pregnancy what happens a lot is that suddenly bam you move straight into sedentary mode you don't you stop moving as much as you did you stop working out and also you stop eating as well um and quality of diet can be really really poor during pregnancy because it's a societal thing of oh well you're pregnant you can excessively indulge in whatever you want now when actually it's the time when you should really be thinking about your body as the most precious kind of vessel and fueling it with the most nourishing things that you can possibly find and moving enough during the day to make sure that you're as healthy as you possibly can be. I think that's the first point in um in our lives as women because I think a lot of the time when you're when you're younger you're thinking you know you're you're training you're exercising and eating and it is a lot of the time um an, an aesthetics goal it's not really like no one is worrying in their 20s really saying oh I just really want to train for longevity like I've never had an yeah. inquiry saying saying that like so or my bone health no one cares they're like I want to feel fab on the beach in the summer but then I think that that shift then comes if you are trying to look after your body. And I think that's when we kind of go into that that space of, hold on a second, what am I putting in my body? And you've got to really tune in with that. And that's something that we're so passionate. And Maz, you're so good at that. Um, 
you know, with with helping because you've been through it and you you can relate. So that's something with Fit Female Project that um, I think is going to help so many women. And it's that is a mindset shift. Yeah, and it's hard to it's hard to switch it from fat loss, fat loss, fat loss into if you are trying to conceive or you are going through pregnancy, trying to think right, well, what is best serving me and and anything that you eat. This is quite interesting before your embryo I'm going to get this wrong now it's a bit sciencey so don't hold me to this but the embryo starts developing your no your eggs start developing three months prior to you falling pregnant so everything you eat directly affects your baby so your nutrition wow. needs to be it's like they, it's like they say you know if you're going through IVF at least 3 months prior you need to cut out alcohol really it's like the is the guidelines cut out alcohol um be mindful with your food because actually it's like you've got to think long term rather than oh suddenly i um want to fall pregnant and now i'm just going to start being a bit more healthy you've got to think long long term um, with it that's so interesting I, think I can't remember the specifics oh maybe I'll research that a bit more and we'll do a proper podcast on that if anyone's interested uh, yeah I think um just being mindful of your diet during that time um reaching out for help if you do feel like you it's a time where you need to get on top of things and um yes yeah, switching as you said Chelsea, switching that mindset to okay, this isn't about how I look right now. Obviously, that will probably come with it, if, to be honest, if you start eating better and, and walking more um, and, and training regularly. But um, it has to be about that kind of internal goodness. Yeah, that's why I'm excited. We, we're actually, um, spoiler alert, we're actually going to be like, improving all of our Fit Female Project services. So anyone that joins us, um, we want to help everyone that's going to be going through this and your training will, will obviously change. But we still want you to be part of our community and Maz has put together the most incredible uh, programme. Um, for for us and and again it's that getting that community of of women that are going through the same thing as you and um sort of encouraging each other to stay fit and healthy throughout their pregnancy or while they're trying to get pregnant as well so it's it's that's something really exciting yeah for sure we're going to stop ourselves right there. It's time for an ad break um, but we're not sponsored yet so we've decided to promote ourselves Research shows that you can burn 3.2 calories by pressing the like and subscribe button. So if you're enjoying the podcast, then it would mean so, so much to us if you could do this and share it with your friends and family and help us build this incredible community. Okay, self-promo over. Let's get back to the podcast. And then we move on to postpartum. Just when you think you've had it, you've had a bloody nine months and then what happens? (laughs) Oh my God. How do you feel about, like, are are you pumped? Oh no, you said recently you were like, I am ready for birth. I'm ready for childbirth. I do. I, I'm weirdly, I'm going to get so much backlash for this, but I'm weirdly excited for childbirth because I, I, I know, I know, I know. I'm, I, and it's weird. I won't be saying that. Obviously I'll be shouting crying who knows what the hell will happen but I kind of want to know what it's like I kind of want to 
I mean, it might all go completely to part and none of my best laid plans are going to work out. But um, I don't know. I feel I feel quite calm about it right now. I don't feel panicky, which I think is good. Right That's now amazing. I'm kind of trying to, and I've been given quite a lot of hypnobirthing books to read, which apparently are really good. So I need to just kind of focus on those. But yeah, who knows? <laughs> All of our mums will be like, you just yeah. wait. I know I'm so intrigued to see what they're thinking right now of them like oh. I reckon there's so many that are laughing thinking just you bloody wait she was excited she was excited okay so um keep keep going so there, there's obviously different things that are gonna um, and everybody is different with this whether you're having a natural birth whether you're having a c-section like every single person's journey is going to be different but I think one common thing is going to be fatigue limited um various common things fatigue limited time your that's going to affect your mood um some people suffer with depression uh feeling detached from your old from your old body these are some things that and that we face um and then also that pressure of having to bounce back and maz like you're getting married at the end of the year as well i feel like and because you work the industry you're working in is that what's everyone been like to like how do you feel about that yeah I do feel I do feel pressure I'm not gonna lie um and I think it's something that Steve probably is very aware of and he'll probably watch out for you know I think that he knows that externally or maybe internally I put the pressure more on myself I don't know whether actually this whole narrative around bouncing back you know you would never say to one of your best friends why aren't you in shape yet four, five months after birth. You'd never say that. Yeah. You'd be like, never. well done. You're still standing. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Um, so we put it on ourselves, I think. Um, and it, I'm going to have to listen back to this podcast and remind myself of that um, because yeah. it's, it's not even about that, is it? It's about obviously looking after the human that you've just made, but also regaining some of your strength and regaining that, your mobility and feeling that connection with your body again yeah yeah and you know what you always have to think as well no one cares like no one cares as much as we care like you always think oh what they're thinking of me no one cares and as well if they are bloody caring then that's that's worrying more worrying for them that's not your friend that's not and they're not in a good place yeah and so I suppose some solutions for um, our postpartum mummies might be seeing if you can have enough food in the freezer um, that isn't kind of fast food or delivery um, things that you can prepare in advance or someone else can prepare for you in advance that you can chuck in the freezer and have those as your on-the-go meals during the week um, maybe that's bulk cooking at the weekends if you can or if you have the opportunity or if you can get your partner to help um, and obviously following as Chelsea said lots of people would be going through c-sections or um, natural birth following that proper rehab focused re- um, program um, something specific that will bring back your strength and your confidence I think it's the, that's a big word for postpartum women the regaining the confidence to train again and feel strong again and feel connected with your core um and something yeah. is always better than nothing you know it's don't beat yourself up if you can get in six thousand steps one day 
bloody brilliant you know that's a win for the day mm. it's just start small and see how you can go step by step it's your journey yeah yeah so moving on to um so you've had the baby we or the baby or the babies we've got a lot of busy mums that are with fit female project as well and a main a main thing that we see with busy mums is you're putting everyone else first everyone else in the family before you you're feeding the kids um and then you're also ending up with their leftovers <laughs> like it, it's like you don't you don't matter anymore um and i i can't imagine how how hard that is you know we we see I we see it firsthand and that's why I think personal training is so amazing and crucial for us to keep doing always um even as online coaches because you see it firsthand you see people coming in and they've like well, I have clients that come in with like odd socks on and they've dragged themselves to see to see me I think bloody oh you're amazing no and um it's like a slap in the face for us is when we're kind of hello morning and they're like oh my god I've been up all night this one was doing this this one was doing that and you think oh my god okay I get it let's let's tailor this day to you (laughs) yeah yeah you have to and you have to um sort of tune into to your body and and how you're feeling and maybe it isn't going to be the best bloody workout you've ever done but just knowing that you just got to like do do something whether that's walking or move um moving through walking or or just lifting a little bit lighter um that can that can help you but make sure making sure when you are looking after everybody else make sure you're prepped um for the week make sure you've got enough food in the fridge for yourself as well um try and include um if you're trying to increase your movement try and include the kids in that so do activities with the kids um and sort of utilize the time when they are busy and when they are out and I really struggle to talk about this because I worry that when I say certain things um people are like yeah but we like I can't do that because when they're out that's when I'm doing this and it's like okay that is that is really hard but try and find any pocket anything that you can do is there one thing that's a bonus and I think that's the beauty of our community and being honest as trainers and saying and and as coaches and saying look we've worked with hundreds if not thousands of women by now that have gone through these problems and these are the solutions that we found that worked for them but if you feel better connecting with someone else that's in your same situation that can actually fully relate to what you're going through and you can lean on each other and gain advice from each other that is the whole point of fit female project you know we're not here Mm -hmm. saying we're right and you're wrong it's about working out what's going to work around your schedule and um, bringing people together women together um, and empowering empowering those voices yeah, I think the solution as well in in this situation is repetition, simplicity and repetition yeah. because you are making so many decisions and then you're like, I don't want to think about what to have for dinner because I don't know, just have things on repeat. They're your go-to things and yeah, it might not be the most inspiring thing every week, but right now it works, it's good, we enjoy it, keep it simple. And then, so you've gone through your your kids being born, you've raised them, life has been hectic, you've probably been also working, 
Again, we're never saying you're either one or the other. You could be an extremely busy working mother. You could have an extremely busy social life as a mother. You may not be a mother by choice or not by choice. You know, there are so many scenarios in this situation. You can be a hybrid of all of these things together. Um, But what we will all go through is menopause. Um, And... So whether you are perimenopausal um, or you're actually postmenopausal, these we have uh, we work with women in these scenarios as well, and you know it's it's something that is extremely difficult because the symptoms that come with the menopause of the fatigue, the disturbed sleep, the low mood, um, the decreased energy is extremely extremely detrimental to um habits and lifestyle and it's I don't think I think sometimes it's a sore spot to say it's nothing to do with your metabolism it's all to do with your habits because actually it's much more than that right it's it's affected by your symptoms and um and naturally you become a little bit more sedentary naturally you want to move less because you are tired or you're not sleeping well and naturally then you reach for poorer quality food um because you're you're searching that kind of comfort or dopamine or quick fix um so it does become harder and that is why weight gain happens quite a lot during the menopause um so yeah i mean do you have anything else to say on that charles no, I, I, I think you've you touched on it really well, and I think that set from speaking to our clients that are going through that, um, it, it's really sad to hear because so many people just give themselves such a hard time, um, and and they're just desperate to try and sort of get on track. But for, for you know when you're when you're not sleeping and when all those things are happening in your body, it's just like you're fighting against yourself. And I also think that that generation of people as well, I feel. Um, I, I think it's harder because I don't think they they grew up with strength training. It was and the, and like healthy eating. It was a lot of fad diets. It was a lot of like um, sort of. Um, my mum always did aerobics and there was no lifting weights for for women and I think it's even harder because women don't have the confidence they're being told now you need to strength train for your bone density um and they're like well I don't know what to do in the bloody gym I don't know how to strength train that's another barrier yeah I uh I get that a lot from my mum as well I want her to strength train so badly but she's just it's not something that we do but actually is as part of our little solutions for our menopausal women strength training is going to be vital it's almost yeah. it, you know it's people suddenly turn to aqua aerobics and things that are not weight bearing when actually it needs to be the opposite because that bone mm. density we need to keep and preserve as much as we can also something called sarcopenia which is the wastage of muscle um, which we see a lot and again you want to be strength training to make sure that you're maintaining your muscle mass your muscle mass is going to support your metabolism so when people are saying my metabolism slows down that's because you're losing your muscle mass and therefore your body isn't burning as much as it used to Um, so you know, the, for all the maintenance of these really, really vital, um, these vital things going forward, it's it really is a non-negotiable, I see it as. Yeah, and you have to think of it, like, 
these are you, you can't give up oh well I'm I'm this age now I what's what's the point the point is you want to live for as long as you possibly can and be as healthy as you possibly can and and just boss it like I just saw um did you see Alice um Alison um there's somebody that we we know she basically is living a really fit healthy life she's just about turned 60 and she was like I think my my best years are ahead of me and I think that I is such an amazing that. yeah like look at people like um you know Davina McCall there's a lot of people that are of a post um yeah they've gone yeah post-menopause and and it doesn't have to be like that I'm not saying obviously it's very different no not everybody is Davina McCall and has access to all of those things but getting in a mindset where you think I do deserve to to be fit and healthy do not give up on yourself it is not too late and also get help if you don't know what to do get help and get a coach to keep you accountable and guide you in the right direction yeah and I guess actually that that ending point there of getting help at any of these stages right because sometimes you do not have the capacity mentally to try and work this out on your own especially when there's so much mixed messaging out there you need to have Mm -hmm. reliable people that can guide you and steer you and support you because a lot of the time you're going to be worrying about everything else other people and you're not going to be looking after yourself and that is something that (laughs) drove our entire business and still does that's like the top of our values is that we want to be trustworthy um, and we want to be honest and help as many people realistically as we can yeah please whatever you do and this isn't even the thing of saying you have to come to fit female project whoever you choose to to be your coach or or go on that journey with you do they understand what you're trying to achieve? Do they understand what you're going through? Because it's really bloody easy to tell people, oh, just eat this many calories. Oh, do this workout. It is not as simple as that. It is not, you need coaching, you need realistic advice, um, and you need people that understand. (laughs) Yeah. And thank you to all of our women that share their experiences and help each other along the way, because as I said, it really helps build the community and helps us as well. You know, you're helping us every time you come up, you you tell us about a certain situation or a certain struggle. It really helps us kind of piece it all together a little bit more and um, improves our, our coaching. So um, thank you, yeah. our lovely ladies. Yes. And um, should we, should we leave it there, Chelsea? Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. And if anybody is interested in ever, if you're listening and you're not with Fit Female Project or you're on um, our workout only program and you want to, you think, actually, I do need some more coaching, I do need some help, then you know where we are. Just look at us on Instagram at Fit Female Project or head to our website and get in touch. Um, and we would love, love, love to have a chat with you and help you. Yeah. All right. Lots of love, everyone. And we'll see speak to you very soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and choosing us as your coaches. If you want to join our next six-week project, head to the website now for more info. You will not regret it. Bye.